Hello and welcome to the Pen Sleuth Podcast. This is episode number 22 of the series where I'll be reading short stories available on my website thepensleuth.com. These stories are a mixed bag of weird and wonderful, dark and light-hearted. Today's story is called The Basement. Without further ado, let's begin. What's the situation? I asked the officer. The fat man seemed confused, but then this expression turned sour. Isn't that your job, detective? He muttered. Did you forget that I outrank you? His friend stopped him before he could say what he really wanted to say. Hmm. Sorry, sir. He has just seen an afara today. Describing it isn't high priority, the calmer officer replied. I pulled him aside and told him to explain if his friend couldn't. He sighed and agreed. Four dead, none of them related, but everyone between the ages of 25 and 30, each and every one, were shot. Shotgun wounds, yet there weren't any reports of gunshots despite it being an occupied neighborhood. When the officer finished explaining, I already came to some conclusions. It was simple enough for me to imagine what these kinds of people did. There are many ways to mask a gunshot, but a shotgun is difficult. 1. If the victims weren't related by blood, they were related by circumstance. They were involved in something they shouldn't have been. Secondly, if the gunshots weren't heard, then either they were shot with a silencer equipped to the weapon, highly doubtful considering it was a shotgun, or they were killed somewhere else and brought here to hide. That option was most likely. Not necessarily far, however. It is highly possible that the victims were killed somewhere in the neighborhood. I walked into the building and the bodies were already bagged. I suppose it was the fat officer's call, but it was against code. At that in mind, there comes a time when it is better to wait for the doctors to decide what happened to them. Instead, I examined the house. It was empty, but not up for sale. It was most likely abandoned, or one of the victims owned it. Either way, it was abandoned now. It was well cleaned, no signs of anything faulty or old. In fact, it seemed that for an empty house, it was well looked after. We were looking into who owned it as I checked it out. I had a heavy feeling there was more to it than just a few bare rooms and bloodstains on the floor where the victims were dragged. I walked towards a closed door that two more officers were trying to get into. One leaned against the wall while the other fiddled with the lock using a special kit. I waited while he worked and soon the door swung open. The spectator clapped softly and nodded. The two soon noticed me and nodded in greeting. Nice work, I remarked upon walking through the door. The door led down to a set of stairs that ran in a spiral descending into the basement, as suspected. This was no doubt the place where the victims were killed. A basement, even without padding, it is basically soundproof once the door is shut. If the killer wanted, he could have had them screaming for days before putting them out of their misery. I hate to think that's what he actually did though. I highly doubted the killer or killers transported four victims to dump them in a busy suburb. Eventually someone was going to smell the deceased. The basement was as bare as the upper rooms, save for two cupboards against one wall. Seeing nothing else to examine, I walked towards them. Opening the doors of one, I saw it was empty. 
Feeling hopeful, I checked the next. Empty as well. But something caught my eye. A brass button hidden in the upper corner of one of its drawers. Huh. Is this Narnia? I muttered, pressing the button. The back panel dropped and slid into a thin trench in the cement with a loud thunk, almost like a guillotine dropping its blade. Weary of this, I began to observe my surroundings for anything dangerous. The hidden room beyond this hidden panel wasn't so bare. There were tables, some surgical, and side tables covered in metal instruments. There were shelves against the walls lined with books that were thicker than bricks. Finally, the shotgun amongst pools of blood. I found the murder weapons and place of death. The killers weren't here now, but they left enough evidence around for me to track them down. Whiteboards kept my attention as I paced the room. Most were covered with calculations and strange symbols I've never seen used in math, but one had a simple sentence. They will wake up. A proper lunatic, all right. Sickened enough by the smell of blood, I exited the basement. There weren't any officers inside, but I could hear their voices outside. I was about to leave when I noticed the body bags were missing. The officers cleaned up fast. A dark thought hit me, though. I walked outside and spoke to the fat officer's friend. He was a tall, sturdy man, looking no doubt a beat cop. At least when I talked to him, I got the information I was looking for, anyway. Not many people were happy to have me as a detective considering most of the force applied to become one and I showed up out of nowhere and took the job right under their noses. Where are the body bags? I asked one. What body bags? He replied. My jaw clenched and heart rate sped up. They will wake up. A strange, irrational feeling bubbled up inside me for a moment but it vanished when a grin grew on the officer's face. Nah, I'm just messing with you. The officer smiled. They're in the van, ready to be transported to the morgue. Everybody is a comedian, even in times like these. However, I found myself laughing. Good, you had me going there for just a second, I replied with a slight smirk. That's when a man clambered out of the van, covered in blood, only to be jumped on by four corpses, who proceeded to devour him. All the officers looked on with their heads cocked to one side. I scratched my head at the irrational feeling that was made manifest. Huh. Well, I'll be darned. That is the end of this episode. If you like what you hear, consider giving this channel a follow, and if you wish to read the story, it is available on my website, thependsleuth.com. If you enjoy my work, please show your support by following any of my social media, or perhaps consider supporting me on Patreon. With that, good day, good night, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.